Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Tear Talk Podcast. So glad to have you all join on today. You know, I was driving home the other day and I had a thought and I had to text it to myself. No, actually I was at work actually when I look at the time, but I think I probably pondered on the thought more and more as I was driving, but I had a thought when I was taking my break and I was walking around the campus and, you know, so much has happened in life for everyone, but especially, you know, the past few years with the pandemic, um, I believe it has caused many of us or many in general, to be able to look at life, to be able to look at themselves, to be able to look at their circumstances a lot differently. And the thought that came to me was this, some of the greatest resources come from the dirtiest, the deepest, and the darkest places. So it can be with our lives. Our greatest treasure can come from some of our deepest, darkest, and th- and dirtiest moments. And that's why I named this podcast 3D, to represent the deep, the dark, and the dirty. And as I was thinking about this concept, we, in general, only like to think about what comes from good situations. But the more I thought about this, I realized that a lot of some of the best qualities that we could have as human beings come as a result of adversity. Um, When I think of courage, that means there has to be an adverse situation for courage to step up and step out. When I think about strength, strength is built as a result of resistance. So the things that we sometimes want to avoid and many times want to ignore can be the very ground, per se, in which some of our greatest attributes and features come alive and are sustained throughout our life. And when I had the thought of deep, dark, and dirty, I thought of three things. I thought of three commodities that are extremely expensive, um, not easily found, that take work to produce. And I believe that just as these are natural items and are extremely valuable, I believe that for us, it's the same way. When I think of oil, when I think of gold, And when I think of diamonds, very precious, precious commodities, but they aren't 
commodities that are found on the surface. They aren't commodities that are easily accessible. They aren't commodities that are found everywhere. Um, they are uniquely placed. It takes a lot of work and effort from many for them to be produced, but um, their being produced is based on a process. And I know for those of you who have been following me for quite some time, um, that's a word that I use a lot. And some people <laughs> consider it a bad word and a curse word and don't want to talk about it. But the process of the dirt, the process of the deep, and the process of the dark, it really does produce something out of us. Now, I'm not saying that every situation that we have been through was God-ordained. and It had to happen that way for us to get those particular results. That's not what I'm saying. Um, because everything that we've been through is not a result of God. Um, everything that we've been through is not um, part of his plan per se. Um, there are instances where there's interruptions that were not his will for us. Um, but what I am saying is even in the deepest and the darkest there is still something beautiful and powerful and wonderful and precious that can be produced. So you all know that I am one who likes to search things out and and look things up. And I was just like, you know, looking up like how is oil discovered? How is gold discovered? How are diamonds discovered? And one thing that I saw was that sometimes oil is found beneath the surface of the ocean. And you know, when I saw that, I immediately thought of Tear Talk. And there are so many people who can discover so much more about themselves when they allow their tears to talk. When they allow the ocean, the tears to speak, they can then begin to discover what is underneath. And right now I'm going through the tear talk journey um, in a private Facebook group with a group of people and it's people from all over. And I am so encouraged and blessed at how some of our participants came out the bat sharing some of their deepest, darkest, most vulnerable moments and challenges that they are having. They went right through the ocean to the deep. And for some, that is easy. And for others, it is challenging. But even in the challenge, I believe that there is a great reward that can come as a result of being willing to allow the tears to flow and dig into the deep. And when I was thinking about oil, 
I was thinking about how, first of all, precious it is. Secondly, expensive it is. But what I really started to think about of is how vital it is. It is used in so many different ways. It is not just, it's multi-purposed. That's the word I want to use. Oil is something that's multi-purposed. And I'm finding that truth is something that is multi-purpose. When you allow yourself to be honest about your truth, be willing to speak and share your truth, and then be willing to walk in that truth, it really is multi-purposed because it brings a level of freedom. It brings a level of strength. It brings a level of courage. It brings a level of um, just growth. Um, It brings a level of maturity, emotional maturity. And I think that's one reason why many of us are fought from getting to the place of acknowledging our truth because of the multi-purposes that it serves. And I've been able to have some very truthful conversations um, and my liberation in areas where I've received healing has now become a key to help others get free and come to a place of liberation themselves. But it all requires, even though my key can activate and um, charge them and excite them and cause them to be willing, they then have to go under the ocean, allow those tears to flow and begin to dig out the depth of their truth as well. The other thing I found was I looked up where diamonds come from and it said that diamonds are formed in a pipe-like format and pipe-like formations created as a result of volcanic activity. And when I read that, I thought about, you know, the disruptions that we've had in our life that has brought chaos. And we want to sometimes push that down, push that back and avoid it. But sometimes the disruptions that cause chaos can birth and produce something hard, something strong, something resilient, and something powerful. But it can also produce something beautiful. And I think that we try to avoid the dirty things. We try to avoid the deep things. We try to avoid the dark things. But all of that can be, I don't want to automatically say will be, but much of it can be a part of something beautiful in our lives and something precious as well. Um, And when when I think of diamonds, the one thing I think about is the fact that the surface of a diamond can have so many different reflections. And when we allow ourselves to go into the deep, the dark, and the dirty parts of ourselves, you know, some some of it doesn't reflect well, but some of it does reflect well. 
because of who we become as a result of it or who we can become as a result of it. And I say who we can become because it's it's also based on the perspective of which we choose to view. That is so key and that is so important. You can have two people experience the same situation, but how they come out of it and how they view it may not be the same. So our perspective really matters regarding our view, regarding our thoughts, regarding our healing. Perspective is really, really the key. But again, it said that diamonds are found um, as a result of volcanic activity. And when I think of, you know, how damaging and how destructive and um, a volcano can be, some of us have, have literally experienced that in our lives. And I, I, I am moved with compassion for you for having dealt with volcanic activity in your life. And I I can understand and relate and empathize in that regard. But I don't want you to feel or want you to believe that the only result of that activity is ashes. Because diamonds can be underneath those ashes, but it does require you to do work, to dig it out and to see it. Um, I believe that there's a lot that lies underneath the surfaces of who we are, but our willingness to discover that, our willingness to seek that out, our willingness to search that out, whether that be through journaling whether that be through conversation, whether that be through therapy, whatever means it takes for us to dig and to search and to seek, I believe we should. Because my my personal opinion is our lives contain some of the greatest treasures, but the treasure chest is our heart. And we have to clean it up. We have to help it heal. We have to do our part to protect it. And when we do, what begins to shine, what begins to be released, what begins to be revealed is one of the most beautiful things. Because although people can't physically see our heart, they can hear our heart with our words. And there is, to me, nothing more beautiful than someone who has been through a lot, but when they speak and when they share, you can't hear, sense, or feel the pain because they were willing to do the work. The other um, item or yeah, that I looked up was gold. And I was like, where, where is gold found? And what I found was this, it said gold is embedded deep in the layers of the earth 
where it is transported by water, molten lava, and volcanic eruptions. So here we have again something extremely precious being put deep within, but it's transported by water. We can say that's tears. We can it's transported by molten lava, which can be um, heated and um, just harsh situations and volcanic eruptions. So those are the things that move the gold around. And I found that to be very interesting because it's already in the earth, but it, it, it takes something to move it. And when I think of us and I think of the treasures that are on the inside of us, they are there, but sometimes it takes disruptions. Sometimes it takes situations. Sometimes it takes circumstances to begin to move what is within us into place. And it's interesting because I was having a conversation um, with my brother and he shared with me that he always saw me as being strong, but that is not how I viewed myself. He said, even as a child and even as a teenager, he would tell people that I was strong. And it's still kind of shocking for me to hear that um, because I saw in myself a lot of insecurity. I didn't see in myself a lot of strength. And one of the Tear Talk um, journal entries this week was for us to watch either Lion King or the movie Moana and to share, you know, some insight that we got from it. And for me, my favorite is Moana. And I actually sat down and I watched the movie on Sunday. And what I love about the movie, there's a song when she declares her name and she's like, you know, I, my voice is a little too early in the morning for this, me to sing, but she's like, I am Moana. And when she says that, I absolutely love it because she was being moved, like her destiny was calling her and it was moving her into place. But it was at that moment when she took ownership of it. And when I was talking to my brother, I told him, you know, there were gifts and abilities on the inside that were moving me. But it wasn't until later that I began to own it. Although other people could see it and other people could recognize it, I still not, I still wasn't in a place where I owned it. And it took circumstances <laughs> and situations for me to not only see it in myself, but begin to own it for myself. And that's like the gold that was being moved around the circumstances and the situations, though it had produced the gold, it took the movement for me to see it and then begin to own it 
as being a part of me. And as I was preparing for this podcast, my desire, for the most part, I don't, this isn't a platform for me to preach to people. I just like to share, but I also do like to provide um, scripture as well. And I want to share with you a very familiar scripture. It's in Romans 8.28, but I want to share it in the voice translation of the Bible. And it says this, we are confident that God is able to orchestrate everything to work towards something good and beautiful when we love him and accept his invitation to live according to his plan. What I love about this version is how it says he is able to orchestrate. It doesn't say he did orchestrate. So I think that that's key as you're listening to this podcast. Everything in your life was not orchestrated by him, but it can be orchestrated to work together for your good. I pray that you were blessed and that the next time that you see that a Tear Talk podcast has posted that you decide to press play.